Welcome to DreamX Trash Podcast. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. Jesus is right. The conversations are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jason. So what topic do you have for me today? You have something in your mind. Hello. What's your name? My name? My name? What's my name? What's <laughs> your <serious>? name? <laughs> I'm dead serious. What's your name? Today I woke up feeling like starting yeah. again. New beginnings. Okay, my name is Oscar Ruto Chemilil. What's your name? What's my name? My name is Jason Musao. Jason Musao. Yes. Nice and to meet you, Oscar Ruto. <laughs> what's the reason for this new beginning? What inspired <laughs> this rebirth? I just want a new beginning, man. I think starting fresh every once in a while, it helps. It helps yeah. the mind. It helps the body. Starting fresh. Starting over. Starting over. Okay. Like creating, so create, create the foundation again. Okay, so let's start scratch. over again. I don't mind starting over. You don't mind starting over? People hate I starting over. Starting... I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean, there's some things I wouldn't want to start over with. I wouldn't want to start a new relationship. That that seems too strenuous to do. I wouldn't want to start uh, start what? So yeah, that's a new relationship, you know. We were just talking about Afghanistan, and for mm. people who don't know, um, they can check out the clip on YouTube. The clip will be on YouTube, and mm. maybe we'll put the audio up too. And we talk about a lot of things, but I think one of the things we forgot to touch on is the accountability part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we, I want us to talk about today. What is accountability, Oscar? What is accountability? Accountability is saying you're going, doing what you say you're going to do. If I wake up and say I'm going to brush my teeth mm. and I brush my teeth, is that accountability? Yeah, you're being accountable. Is that really accountability or is that just, yeah. just you upholding your word? That's what's what's upholding your word is not accountability, you know? So I think when people hear accountability, they think of big things. Like, I promise to start that business. Check this space. I promise to get a degree. Check this space. But no, it's the small things, Jason. If you say you're going to brush your teeth and you don't brush your teeth, you're not being accountable. I feel like that's it's part of accountability, but that's mostly, I would describe that as responsibility. So how would you define accountability? I feel like accountability is more of you uphold your words and what you're going to you say, what, what you're going to do and do what you're going to say. 
But it, most uh, importantly, uh, it's being res responsible. Uh, so you use responsible to describe accountability. So being responsible uh, for your actions uh, and the consequences of your actions. Isn't that what I just said? So this is the definition here of accountability. You said so. Okay, maybe I didn't understand what you said. So this is the definition according to the Oxford Dictionary: the fact or condition of being. Oh, okay, let me just look for accountable, not accountability. Let me look for accountable. Accountability says the fact or condition of being accountable or responsibility. Accountable, okay. Accountable meaning. Okay, so the definition of accountable required or expected to justify actions or decisions also responsible. So being responsible. So from what I understood from your definition, mm. just doing what you say you're going to do, I can mm. wake up and say, I'm going to Tokyo. I go to Tokyo. Is that really yeah. being accountable? I think that's just being honorable, like honoring your words, right? I feel like accountability has that aspect of, if anything, whether you get there or you don't mm. get there, ultimately it's up to you. It's your mm. responsibility to take yourself there. So that, that yes. that's what accountability is. That's the same thing what I use with brushing your teeth. Like you said you're going to brush your teeth and you brush your teeth. Mm. That's the same thing. You you do what you say you're going to do. You're accountable. You're upholding your word. You're accountable for your word. What anyway, that's that's I'm trying to understand your idea of accountability. Because mm. it brings up an interesting... It is an interesting distinction. Wow. Mm. So being accountable, I'm trying to think of a metaphor or... You know, I think this... So you can do That's... something. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I'm going to move this ball. That's you okay. doing an action, and that's you doing what you said you're about to do. Yeah, yeah. You are ultimately. Mm -hmm. So being accountable for that action. It's not synonymous synonymous with being responsible, is it? I think there are actions that really don't necessarily need a level of responsibility or accountability right like if i move my seats an inch to the left i don't think that's being responsible or irresponsible unless not choosing not to do so will injure someone or cause harm in a particular way right uh -huh. but if i say i'm going to do something like okay let's say i'm a child who who tends to avoid brushing his teeth uh -huh. and my mother asked me oscar did you brush your teeth or rather, Oscar, you should brush your teeth before. She, she tells me, also, you should brush your teeth before you go to sleep tonight. And uh -huh. I say, yes, I will brush my teeth before I go to sleep. Now, me going to brush my teeth before I sleep is me being accountable to my word. Me choosing not to brush my teeth is me failing to be accountable. Right? Because I uh -huh. gave her my word. But the accountable person is the individual who's ultimately answerable for the activity, the decision. Or yes, the responsible yes. person is the individual who actually completed the task. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you can be responsible and accountable. So accountability, mm -hmm. accountability has that aspect of reflection on it. Does that make sense? Where you can yes, only be like, held okay, okay. accountable by reflecting on a decision. Or, okay, is that right to say? I, I might not be putting it right. You think about accountability by looking back on your actions and decisions. Does that make sense? Okay, so hmm, I will think... I would say responsibility will be looking back at your own actions, right? 
and accountability is the world looking at your actions is it possible to but you can hold you you can hold yourself accountable i think you can hold yourself accountable okay 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 actually you're right actually you you can you can you actually, can hold you, yourself accountable you mostly we mostly do hold ourselves accountable you're right you're right yeah mm. okay okay okay, okay. I, all right i guess now we're on the same page with the accountability thing why accountability why is accountability important why should we care why should we care because you want to be an upright human being (laughs) do we need accountability (laughs) to be an upright yeah you need an upright human being right you need accountability to be an upright human being how Uh else would you live your life not How being else a... would you deal with the world, deal with people around you? If every every time you say you're gonna do something, you fail to do it. You know, every time you make a promise, you break it. You know what's funny? You're basically describing yeah. human life, the yeah, average exactly. human life. We all lie. We all break our promises. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we all we we're not really accountable. The large majority of our lives, we're not accountable for our actions. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yet, know, and yet, yet we know it's so important, right? Man, we know we know so many things are important, right? Like we know working out, bare minimum, working out is good for you. But how many people choose to work out? You know, we know <laughs> getting enough sleep is good for you. How many people get enough sleep? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, we know smoking is bad for you. I'm here smoking. I'm here still smoking. <laughs> yeah, still smoking. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So. It's hard. Mm. The things that we know that are really good for us, mm. actually doing them, it can be hard. Mm. It can mm. be really hard and difficult. So I want to go back to what is the? Are we going to go for a moral argument for why accountability is important? We can try to go for a moral argument. We might as well try. That's what. That's I think you already did make a moral argument, saying that you needed to live properly. So in my life, uh, I've seen co-workers and just people in general around me who seem to always be able to make complaints, complaints without the consequence of what they of how, without fear of consequence of how their complaints would be met, right? Uh. And the people who always had the nerve to make such complaints were the people who always seem to do everything right. You understand? Say that again. The people who always made big complaints without fear of consequence about their complaints were the people who always seem to do everything right. Does that make sense? The people who often complained are the ones who usually did things right? Yes. The only person who can complain to a boss is someone who knows I've been doing my job right. So the complaint I'm making, it's not coming out of my ass. I know what I'm saying. I feel like there's a lot of quote-unquote haters out there too. People who just want to no, criticize no, no. you just because they want to criticize you, though. I'm not talking about just criticism. I'm talking about a complaint, raising an issue that everyone else seems to ignore or doesn't care about. Right? I can I can raise an issue with you not drinking, not, with, not, with you not working out enough, yet I don't work mm. out as much as you do. We do this all the time, yeah. right? We we make fun of other people saying, hi, you're, you're a fat motherfucker. Yet you are a fat motherfucker. You're not in shape. Yeah, but this is not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here are the people who actually seem to do the right things. When they make complaints, even their superiors don't fight back, right? So you're saying, you're focusing on a specific type of individual. Yes, a specific, yeah, someone who's accountable, basically, right? Mm. People who are accountable, who are responsible, they do things by the book. Or rather, not even by the book, they just do things in a straight way. They don't cut corners. Mm. They don't have bullshit, you know? Mm. 
Now, this people, this person steps up to you and say, "Hey, Jason, this thing you're doing. Let's say you, let's say this person works for Dreams Extrash, right? Uh. And this person is your underling, and they come and raise a complaint with you. Uh. Now, if this is the kind of person who is accountable, you know they always do what they are, what they are meant to do. And plus, more when they make a complaint to you, you won't fight back with them. You will listen to them, right? Uh. But if there was someone who was not accountable, will a complaint from them even matter? Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. You've you've actually brought up an interesting point. So uh, yeah, I, I agree. Accountability builds credibility. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I hundred percent so, agree. I've met these people in my life who like they're very accountable, and they when they bring up a complaint, everyone listens. Everyone listens. Yeah. Because we know you can trust this guy. His word is good. Whatever he's saying is based on actual experience, not just oh, talking out of his ass, right? Uh, uh. But the other people, when they make complaints, it sounds like they're just they just going to complain. But no one takes them seriously. No one takes them seriously, yeah. right? Because you know how their character. They don't uh. do their job right. Uh. You know, they cut corners. They're lazy. So when they make complaints, it's like, yes, don't listen to that guy. He's he's just being like, he's just like that. He's just like that. Mm, those who are in glass houses should not cast stones. Exactly, exactly. Yet we live in a society that seems like most people are in glass houses, yet they like they like tossing boulders around. I mm-hmm. guess I guess this brings up another interesting point. So mm-hmm. why accountability? So you think it's important for living living and it helps build mm-hmm. cred- credibility. I don't think I know. I know. Okay. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Why is it that so you brought up the point. Why is it that so many people in society are... It's almost as if we're socially brainwashed not to be accountable. Or people dodge accountability so much. Why, mm-hmm. why is that? Why do people dodge accountability? Because it's easy to be lazy. Because the path to hell is so... It's, it's, you know, it's a smooth ride downhill. Right? It's easy to be the guy... Who spends all his money on partying and drinking, you know? That's fun to do. That's fun to do. It's difficult to save money and find the right investments and do your research, you know? And try to actually plan for a better future. Accountability is the is the hard thing to do, right? It's hard to be accountable. That's why people don't most people are not as accountable as they should be, right? Uh. It's like I told you last week that I've been waking up at 5.30 every morning recently and going to the gym, right? Uh. And I haven't broken a single day. But I can tell you, every morning when that alarm goes off, I don't want to get up. Right? Uh. Now I can... Because it's not about... It's just because it's hard. It's hard to get up at 5.30. Especially after not sleeping for a full seven hours, right? Because my daughter woke up a couple of times the night. And yep, why would you want to wake up at 5.30? Because I made a promise to myself that I'm going to do this for as long as I can. But no one wants to wake up at 5.30 is my point, right? Who really no, like... No if, one. In, no one. In the ideal world, you just want to sleep all day. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, here's the thing, right? Mm. It's not about me waking up. You know, listen, this is the thing. Like even my wife told me, Oscar, just wake up at 8. Why are you waking up at 5.30? <laughs> and maybe, maybe she's right. I don't know. But I keep imagining that if I keep doing this, I'm... I'm putting some, I'm adding some little suffering to my life today. So in the future, I can gain something, right? Right. And what am I gaining? It's some level of discipline. By doing that thing I don't want to do every single day, mm. I'm, I'm learning something new. You know, I'm 
teaching myself to be a warrior. I'm trying to be accountable with myself because like I didn't make this promise to anyone. It's a promise I made to myself. Wake up at 5:30, go to the gym every single day. Don't miss a day. Right. Right. Yeah. And ultimately and you're holding yourself accountable. Yes, yes. No one and else is doing it for you. Yeah. No, no, no. And it's very hard. You know what's easy? It's very easy to sleep until 10 10 a.m., Jason. It's very I... easy to wake up at 10 a.m. and have some nice eggs, bacon, sit in front of the TV, you know, watch watch a, watch a new Netflix show, you know, that's that's easy. That's fun. That feels good. I've actually been I was waking up at yeah, 7, was it? No, it was 8. I was waking mm-hmm. up at 8 for the past I think how long was that? I did this thing where I was waking up at 8 for 2 months past 2 months. But then during mm-hmm. the holiday I messed that all up and I was waking up mm-hmm. at random times. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the worst things you 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 might tell people all these things about yourself or tell them oh I didn't do this because of x or y and z mm-hmm. but ultimately mm-hmm. the one person you can't lie to is yourself right is yourself exactly exactly so even if you don't hold yourself accountable there's a part of you that knows what you're doing no it's like <laughs> it's you can lie to you know what you're doing you you can lie to yeah. everyone else your your mind will always tell you i know what you really are exactly exactly i know what you're really doing right now you can't choose not to hold yourself accountable you can ignore the account of, you know all those the tally you're putting up in your mind because there's a tally in your subconscious like oh i'm lying to myself here oh i lied to myself again you know there's a tally going on in your subconscious for sure right and you can choose to ignore that but one day all those lies will come and smack you in the face actually with each lie i think you degrade yourself and you, you feel do, you do you feel shitty and shitty you feel weak you feel weak and then you wake up you... one day and you just look yourself in the mirror and say like what the fuck am i what have i been doing Exactly. I and like this is it. what I realized. Yeah. This is like this is something I've realized recently. I think it's just it's been a slow working process this year. I've realized that whenever I fail to do something I promised to do, I've promised myself to do, mm. it's hard to look at other people in the eye. And I feel like they are judging me. It's like they know what I promised I'll do, like what I promised myself I'll do, you know? Mm. But when I do the things I'm supposed to do, it's like I think I said in the last episode, like it feels like the world is smiling back at me, right? Uh-huh. Everything seems easier. People seem more gentle, right? Because uh-huh. it's because at the end of the day, the world outside is only a reflection of the world within, you know? Yep, I agree. Yeah. So accountability is about making your world beautiful also, Jason. I think that's what it's all like. I think it boils down to beauty. Do you want to make your world beautiful or ugly? So by being truthful with yourself. Mm. Mm. What is the beauty in this context? What 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 is exactly is it? it's your life? You saying that's beautiful? It makes become more beautiful? Your life becomes more beautiful because you're getting read you're getting read or rather minimizing you know you're minimizing needless suffering. There's some level of suffering that is in your life that because just because you lie just because you fail to do the things you know you're supposed to do right and the ah, things you're supposed yeah. to do are simple things right can be a simple it's not about going to the gym every day it can be a simple thing like you mentioned in the podcast a few weeks ago about paying your tax bill on time you know don't not wait until next month mm. right that's needless suffering by you choosing to wait until next month you're just adding suffering for the future you know mm. 
it's like future Jason will take care of this. That's his problem. It's like no, you're st- you're you're future Jason. You're gonna be that future Jason. It's not like you're ex- you're escaping the situation. No, no, no. Yeah. That's you. That's still be at the end of the day, right? Mm. There's a lot of needless suffering in our lives. A lot of it. A lot of it. Like a simple thing that happened to me once. Like saying, you know what? My phone is about to die, but I'll charge it. Let me not charge it now. Let me use it for a few more minutes. I'll charge it later. Uh. Then I realized I have to leave as soon sooner than I expected. Now I leave, I leave my house with the phone that's going to die, right? Yeah, I think we all have a story like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean by you know that's needless suffering. There's something you need, you're supposed to do now. Just do it now and move on. Actually, I've Don't started building a rule like that where it's, if there's something I can do, if it's something small. Mm. And I can do it in five minutes. Then just do it immediately. Just do it and move on. Yeah. Yes, Don't sir. think about it. Because if I Don't do, if I, whenever I do, if it's something small and I and I say I'll do it later, I never do it. I never do it. I'll do it like a week, two weeks later. Especially the small things. It's yeah. the small things. It's always the yeah. small things. Yeah. It's all the small things yeah. where I always do the that. The big things. The big things you can't forget them, right? You can't yeah. forget the big things. Like and if usually, you bill for four hundred thousand. There's no way to forget a bill for hundred thousand. Yeah. But that bill for two thousand. You forget about that. You definitely forget about that. And for me, usually it's the big things that are life changing or life affecting, so I can't ignore them, right? Exactly, exactly. For, I can't. For example, I'm moving, so I can't just ignore looking for an apartment and yeah, yeah. getting ready and packing everything. That's like a mm-hmm. really big thing. That's something I can't ignore. Mm-hmm. I can't ignore not paying a bill. Yep. Not talking to that one friend that maybe or a friend or a family member I should be talking to. Mm-hmm. And we're all guilty of this, right? Maybe you can yes, keep up yeah. with somebody a little bit more. Maybe there's this thing in your house that you should be cleaning, but you're not cleaning. You say, I'll do it later, you know? Mm. And it gets dirtier and dirtier. Mm, and the messes pile up and pile up. Yeah. So I, 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 I agree with the aspect of it's definitely because we want to elevating. When you don't do the right things and you don't hold yourself accountable, as Jordan Peterson would say, you're bringing your, your world and yourself down to hell. Mm-hmm. But if you keep yourself accountable and you keep doing what's true to yourself and right by the world, you elevate you and your people and your world to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this comes back to the question, which part of society is telling us, is, is, is brainwashing us to not be accountable? Is it just all individually based? So we just decide this thing is too hard. It's too difficult to be to be always accountable. So let's we don't do it all the time. You don't think there's any social pressure or any external force working on us? There is definitely an external force. The media is definitely working on us. Not just not the media specifically, rather just the technology of the television and the smartphone. Mm. I think these things work against us work against our power to be accountable because when I mean, they keep us locked down in place doing nothing doing absolutely nothing you know having access to you know constant access to the internet is also a problem i think uh-uh. right because of course the the internet as far as i know was meant to help us gain knowledge you know learn new skills communicate with people and it know? has it has it has done those things but it's not mostly being used for those things Right, we used just scroll on Instagram, right? Is it? Did I hear that most of the internet traffic is pornography? Is that true? A large per- percentage of it is yeah pornography. So it's like okay, 
I don't think the guy who who was inventing the internet was thinking about that. Like, oh, this is gonna be a fucking a large percentage of the visible internet activity. Mm. So not the dark okay. web. We don't know what's going on in the dark web, but the visible part, the thing that mm. we know when we open mm. Google, mm. yeah, that is uh, there's a lot of pornography there. Yeah, and it's like, hey, how many times can you jack off per day before you kill off? You know, your ability to become accountable to anything. <laughs> Oh yeah, actually masturbation. <laughs> Is this gonna become a no fap podcast? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a fact, right? It's a fact. Like anyone, a who's, man, who's, yeah, who's been jacking off, yeah, for, for ages. You know, when you start getting that brain fog, you know, when you jack off and you're done and you're just in that pillow and you sink deep and deep into the describe. <laughs> can you describe this for the female listeners out there? Because the female listeners, I know for a fact, don't know what we're talking about. Would describe what? Describe what? What are we talking about? The whole idea of like why why does masturbation affect accountability? What is the brain fog, Oscar? Man, brain fog is what happens when you keep coming. When you just keep watching porn and masturbating endlessly. Right? So what happens is you lose the ability to focus on things. You can't focus on a task. And I'm not saying this doesn't happen if you jack off once a week. No, no, no. These are people with problems. These are people who are jacking off three, five, four, five times a day. To pornography, not just to imagination. I think it's different if you just use your imagination. I feel like imagination works a different part of the mind. Yeah, yeah, but with your it's with a bit pornography. Yeah. Pornography you, is so pornography, yeah. So brain fog happens when you, you actually you lose the ability to focus on tasks. I know it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a joke, but I do feel like your brain is dying when you watch too much porn. Like it reaches a point where you do feel like maybe you're losing brain cells here. <laughs> exactly, it's true. <laughs> we make a joke. I know a lot of people online, men online, they make a joke. Oh, I'm losing brain cells watching this. It's cancerous. No, but porn, when you reach a certain point, it does feel like, oh, okay, my brain is literally evaporating. It's, much, it's, much it's evaporating. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like any any man who's who's jacked off, just even once, you know this feeling when you you've you've you just come and you feel like something has just washed out of your head. You know, it's like you know. <laughs> it's it's good. It's good when you're stressed out, right? Yeah. When you're yeah, super, like you're super stressed out. And you need the release. It's wonderful then, right? Yep. But when you're doing it so much, I guess with extremes, like anything extreme, yeah, it's negative. It just so for people out there. So again, for the females, maybe they don't know about this, but men who jack off a lot, we they know what we're talking about, you know? Like yeah, that that definitely kills your ability to be accountable. Definitely, definitely. I. <laughs> I want us, this is perfect. I want us to tell two stories. One story where you've mm-hmm. dodged accountability. Mm-hmm. And it had some sort of no- negative consequence. A big mm-hmm. one or small one, doesn't matter. Just one story. And a story where you were accountable and the outcome of what happened when you were, when you were accountable. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the time you dodged accountability okay you go first you go first i go first okay so i have a particular story when Mm -hmm. coming to japan Mm -hmm. and i was 22 mind you this and this is a it's a very sad point for me personally i look back and i was just like what was i thinking so Mm -hmm. i had a suit 
Mm-hmm. A suit that it's a very good suit. I've had it for two, three, four years. Three years, mm-hmm. three, four years. Mm-hmm. And the suit has pants. So it's like a full mm-hmm. suit. It's a three piece suit. Mm-hmm. So the inner jacket, the inner coat, and the, the, the pants. When coming to Japan, I forgot them back home, right? Yep. Yep. And my dad was asking, we had a conversation where he's like, hey, you you knew about you having training. You know, when we first do company training, the suit is important, right? Mm. How 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 could you forget it, right? Mm. So I remember vividly, my memory is that I what happened? I went downstairs mm-hmm. and saw the suit, the pants, mm. it was mm. being washed by mm. our house help. Mm. And I let it go like that, right? Mm-hmm. So when later on, when I'm in Japan, and it turns out mm. I forgot it, and then when we looked mm. for it, so what, this, this is what happened. So when we, when they looked for it, mm-hmm. it wasn't just I forgot about it or I forgot the pants back at home. For for a few few days, they couldn't even find the pants, mm. and it turns out the pants were mixed in with another guest, a family friend mm. who was staying there at the mm. same time, mm. and he took the pants by accident. Mm-hmm. So my dad was asking, "Oh, okay, you know what?" It's okay. Actually, this our family friend, you know, so and so took it by accident or stuff like that. It's fine, right? Mm-hmm. I went with the story and said, "Oh, you know, our house help. Mm-hmm. Let's just call the house help Sam." Well, I was just like, "So Sam mixed the clothes with our guest, and mm-hmm. it's his fault. Why I forgot my pants." And when mm-hmm. I did this thought, like even me just saying that right now, does that sound 100% honest? It sounds weird, right? So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm doing this in my head and I'm just saying it out loud and I'm just letting the story flow. I'm just like, okay, I, I don't care. I don't want to really think about it too much and stuff like that, right? My brothers mm-hmm. are the ones who said, hey, wait a minute, Jason. What do you mean Sam mixed your clothes with somebody else's and he made you forget your own clothes? <laughs> And when they put me on the spot like that, I doubled down. Yeah. And I knew yeah. I was wrong, but I was doubling down. Uh-huh. And in the, it's only a month, two, three, four months later, I thought about it and I was like, I was being the most horrible. That was like such a, like I was being a child, basically. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. the main point was that because of my own ego... I couldn't admit that I had made the mistake of just putting my clothes in my... Just double-checking my clothes to see mm-hmm. if the suit was there. So, let me just recap. So, yeah. My brothers put me on the spot. Mm. My ego attacks back. I didn't keep control of my ego. And my brothers made fun of me because of it. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to get made fun of because I was being a child. Mm-hmm. It, the story didn't make sense. The way I was playing it out in my head and I was explaining it really didn't make sense. And it was something so small. I was just forgetting clothes. If I just said, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I forgot. I wasn't really. I was having fun in Mombasa. I wasn't paying attention. I forgot. It would have been the end. Mm-hmm. But it became a sort of like weird argument. Because they were trying to make me be accountable and saying, hey, you can't just do this and blame somebody mm-hmm. else. But I didn't want to take accountability. So mm-hmm. I was being stupid. That's my story. What's your story? My story, I think, goes hand in hand with the porn, porn problem. So it was 20, late 2017, I believe. 
Uh-huh. And I was working part-time teaching English, eh, but I needed some to make some extra income. So I applied for a job at a 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. And the 7-Eleven was very close to my apartment, literally like a three-minute walk. Uh-huh. So I got the job and I was supposed to go for my, for my first day of training on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh-huh. Wednesday, yeah, from, yeah, Wednesday afternoon from 1 p.m. But before the training, here I was just alone at home and I was just saying, you know, let me just, there's nothing to do. I'm bored. Let me just turn on the old Pornhub, you know, see what's new, you know. <laughs> so I, I end up, I end up jacking off like two, three times, right? Oh. I realize it's like, it's like 12.50, I should be and heading to work. Let's, training. let's just say the third one is usually the finisher. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to my the, the first one is you feel good. The second one is the double tap. The double tap. Usually you, the mind can keep going after the double tap. Ah, but once you add the triple one, you get that third one in. Ah, it's game over. So now I'm sitting on that couch. I'm a fucking zombie. I can't move. I'm like, oh, fuck. Why did I do this? I call, yep. I call the owner of the seven left and they say, I just lie. And they say, you know what? Uh, they've called me at the English school. I have to go and teach an extra, an extra hour today. I'm sorry, I can't come in for training. <laughs> oh man! Luckily, she was nice about. It. She said, "Okay, just come in to a, tomorrow if you have time." Nothing really bad happened, but Jesus, I remember just, just staying. You know, I just I didn't go anywhere. Just staying in the house for the whole day after that, right? How did you feel just, about it? After? Yeah, exactly. Like asking myself, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Oscar?" You have a fucking problem. You have a problem, you know. Oh man, I felt terrible. I felt really terrible. God. I felt so bad. Okay. And I think that that, mm-hmm. that was the first time I should decide to tell me, you know, I think I have to stop watching porn completely. Just completely. It made you a worse human being. It it actually yeah, it did. Like porn actually made me a worse I mean not porn, I would say my my relationship with porn made me a worse human being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the people out there are using porn healthily. Healthily? In a healthy way. Yeah, yeah. And we are just here. We abuse it, basically. We're abusing it. And. Well, I don't abuse it anymore, but man. But I have the ability to abuse it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's that. There's that yeah. gene in us. Yeah. Or the potential, like you said. Yeah, I, I don't abuse yeah. it anymore. I'm actually doing a lot better now. And. Actually, my girlfriend has helped me a lot too. Just having someone there who's supporting you and telling mm-hmm. you it's all okay does so mm-hmm. much wonders. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful she's been there to support mm-hmm. me in everything. Mm-hmm. And you as, too, you, you as well. You being able to mm-hmm. talk to you saying, hey, you know, we all fall down and stuff like that. It's been really yeah, great. Yeah. You know, I think you're the first person that... We we met like you know very first I think our first week of university right yeah that's when we met and all this time like you had the same problem we both had the same problem and it's like we never talked about it until we came to Japan that was the first time we I don't we think I shared. I don't think I recognized it as a problem at that point yeah, yeah neither did I I didn't recognize it as a problem until I came to Japan like yeah. and by the time it was too late that's like when I realized oh fuck now it's yeah. I have a problem yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's by the time you realize, oh, wait, this is actually like a real big problem. You need to stop. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you're in deep already. I, I don't think we're that bad because we've oh, been able to stop for like a week, two weeks, three weeks. There are people who literally can't stop watching it every day. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone periods, man, without it. I've gone a long, long time without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, so the most, the last, the most the last part. accountable. Yeah, the last part. So the story where you were accountable. This time you go first. Okay, story where I was acquired. Actually, it's quite recent. Uh, so, hmm, I don't know if I can I can go with this. Okay, so there's we someone have, who, we have five minutes. Who I want, think around five minutes. Uh, so. There's someone who wanted to start who was starting a business, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, starting an organization. It's someone who's his work. He's been working very hard. Like he has a clear vision of what he wants, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been asking me to help him out set uh, set up a. Uh, a base for the organization in Asia, right? He was he wants a base in Osaka. He's a Kenyan guy, right? Uh-huh. He already has a base set up in you know in the US, in in Dubai, I think, uh-huh. in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. And he wanted one in, for Asia, right? Uh-huh. So he was talking to me about it, and he kept he kept asking me like, I check the process of starting a business in in Japan. So I did that basic research, and that's pretty much all I did, right? Uh-huh. He wanted me to do so much more, and instead of telling him no, I can't do it, I keep I kept saying yes, yes, I'll do it, I'll do it, but I wasn't really doing anything, right? Uh-huh. And eventually, like I had, we had a a Zoom meeting last last week, actually, just last week, uh-huh. and I saw he like he he keep set up a proper Zoom meeting with all his employees from different parts of the world, right? Uh-huh. Not really employees, just people who are helping him, him out, and he had really he planned his. He has, he's able to be to receive funds of up to $100,000, right? Mm-hmm. This guy is our age, Jason. He's our age. He's been able to acquire funds of $100,000. US dollars. He's Actually, been able to buy a startup company in the US, right? I don't know if you're part of the tech scene back in USAU. The people who are our age were doing that too. So Yeah, so it's like, anyway, so I didn't know about... He's, he was not a tech guy. He's not a tech guy. He, just, he was doing IBA in USAU. Hmm. Anyway, so like I saw the, the how much money he's got, so, you know, the funding he's received, how he structured his organization. He's so focused. He has a very clear vision of what he wants. And I was, being a part of that meeting, I realized I can't keep lying to this guy anymore. Uh-huh. I can't keep doing this to him because if I keep doing what I'm doing, not only will I hurt myself by being unaccountable, but I might be the guy who destroys what he's building, you know? Uh-huh. I might end up being the guy who destroys everything he has right now. Mm. So I sent him a message. I told him, dude, I can't be a part of this anymore because I have not been forthright with you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't think I can accomplish what you expect me to do. And I have to just be leave. I can't, I am, I'll leave because if I stay here, I'm going to disappoint you and your team. Mm. And I don't want to do that. And I thought he's going to be pissed off. Like, oh, you told me all these things. I'm going to do ABCD. And you know what he told me? He said, Oscar, just thank you for being honest. I appreciate your honesty and it's that's fine. I, I'll look for someone else in Asia. Uh. And that was it. You know, I was expecting him to be like pissed off and furious and like, oh, you lied to me, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he was very, he was very distant about it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's an interesting story. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to put an interesting world here. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So my story. Which one should I choose? To me, what comes to mind is something at work. Mm. Because a lot of times where I've just been forced. That's why even coming to Japan has been really great for me. Because there's been so many situations at work where I've been forced to just be accountable. And mm-hmm. just accept mm. I did wrong. So I, I guess to me, the, the one story that does come to mind very clearly is mm-hmm. the first time I taught a class. Not the first time, the first week I taught mm-hmm. classes in Japan. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know if you remember this story. I was so stressed because two kids mm-hmm. fought in 
one of my classes mm-hmm. and it reached a point where both of them had to leave one kid one yeah. kid because mm-hmm. so it, it it was a fight over a silly thing in a game right yeah. But it went outside of that because they went to the same school. So apparently they were also fighting. They kept on fighting in school. Mm-hmm. And they refused to apologize to one another. So a fight mm-hmm. that started within my class expanded into their own personal lives and into their school life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. they held a meeting where I was invited. The Japanese teacher came. The area manager was there. And the parents were there. And I was super nervous. And I, I just told I just told them everything. I just told them, hey, we're playing a game. I mm-hmm. didn't really... Because there's 10 kids. I'm not really focusing on them. That's the truth, right? I just told them mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't... Okay, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't say that. I said I wasn't looking in their direction. Mm-hmm. I only looked back. I looked to the board and I only looked back when I realized mm-hmm. that one, one of the kids had jumped on the other one. And okay. was... Okay. They were just wrestling on the ground basically they weren't really punching mm-hmm. or anything like that you know how kids mm-hmm. fight at a young age they don't really punch <coughs> each other so they were just mm-hmm. wrestling and mm-hmm. so i can say their names i think mm-hmm. so yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no, don't, don't, don't don't it's better if you don't okay let's use fake names yeah. um let's say one is called mizuki mm. and the other one is called uh what? Mizuki and Yuto. Mm-hmm. Yuto is slightly younger, smaller, and very gentle. Mizuki okay. is a little bit hardcore. He's a boy boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And both of them are around the ages of eight and nine. So that's when the aggression of boys really starts, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mizuki was the one who jumped on Yuto. And uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yuto was scared of coming to Peppy. He was scared of going to school. Apparently, uh. it was just so huge, right? And in the meeting, so the, the point where I held, I, I held myself accountable is that, hey, I apologized directly to the Japanese teacher and the area manager. And I mm-hmm. apologized to the parents. Mm-hmm. And in my own way, I told them, if I was watching your kid properly, this wouldn't have happened. Okay, okay. And the parents weren't having any of that. They didn't take the apology. They were kind of... So specifically, Yuto's mom, so the mm-hmm. gentler kid, the gentle kid who got like slightly traumatized, right? Mm-hmm. He, Yuto's mom, was criticizing the area manager, me, and everything like that. The area mm-hmm. manager and my Japanese teacher were defending me, though, because... Mm-hmm. I was I'm, my first week, right? Of course, <laughs> the yeah, first yeah. week of teaching, it's going to be so rough. The first few months is usually very rough, right? So mm-hmm. they're defending me and saying that this won't happen again, you know? Mm-hmm. And the mother let it go. Mm-hmm. And things got... So Mizuki left mm-hmm. the classroom and didn't come back. Yuto stayed for a little bit longer, a few months, but he ultimately left too. Mm-hmm. And the thing about this story is that because I held myself accountable and I told the truth, mm-hmm. my area manager and my Japanese teacher, they, they backed me up. Because mm-hmm. they know what it's like. When you have a room of 10 kids, you can't always have your eyes on every kid. Of you know? course, it's not Especially you, you, kids are kids. They'll be running around and doing their own thing. So you can't really... 
usually there'll be like one kid who'll always grab your attention. So you're looking at that kid so much. If some kid does something behind your back, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. So nothing bad happened to me. Actually, my Japanese teacher, similar to your story, they thanked me for being honest and they said it's going to be fine. <coughs> but don't worry about it too much. They say things like this happen. And yeah. I was still super stressed out, but after being in Peppy for a while, things like that do happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is just one of those normal things. And I'm glad I went through that because after that, bro, I was watching every kid <laughs> like a hawk. Like, I will stop games immediately if I even smell danger with the younger kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I shut down fight, especially fighting. I shut, I shut that shit down so fast. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I shut. I'd rather seem scary. I'd rather seem scary to the kids than have them fight. You know. Yes. 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 yes, yes. I'd rather ask you be bored in this fucking class and not do anything, not even learn English, as long as you're safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my time. I held myself accountable, and I didn't get in trouble. I will add this: Yuto was a special kid even before that. By the way, when Mizuki jumped on Yuto, mm. it wasn't a violent sort of thing. But Yuto got super scared in a mm. way that you think that he was actually attacked by an animal or something. Ah, uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Very, just really nervous kid. Just very really... nervous and gentle boy from before. Uh, okay, 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 okay. The actual fight, bro. There was no blood. There was nothing. Nope, no hitting. No, not really hitting. Yeah? Not really hitting. They were just wrestling. Okay. That's it. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Okay. And with that. I guess our challenge, a challenge I would like to propose for the week is Uh I want you to look into the mirror. Mm -hmm. Something like this. It's it's inspired by David Goggins, the accountability mirror. Looking Mm -hmm. yourself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and thinking about one thing that you can fix in your day and actually going out there and fixing it. Just one thing per day. One thing per day. It can be as simple Mm -hmm. as, hey... I said I was going to clean the room. You know what? Mm-hmm, Today, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually just do it. No excuses, mm-hmm. no nothing. Just do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Just look in the mm-hmm. mirror. Hold yourself accountable. Okay. Okay. You think that's... Uh, you think you can do that, that Oscar? That, uh, we can do that. We can do that. That's a wonderful challenge. Yeah. And, and, then maybe you ri- and then maybe write it down. Of course. As usual. As usual. As usual. Uh, and with that... I th- we are out of time and that was a wonderful podcast thank you jason thank you wonderful listeners and we hope to catch you again next week on jason drumroll please uh what (laughs) 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 what are you talking about catch us right catch us same place (laughs) what are you saying it's the same place it's the same place same time come on jason come on jason <laughs> and guys if you don't know please watch our youtube videos we're trying to do a bunch of video content i'm gonna be yep, getting yep, yeah yep, yep. a whole bunch of stuff will be there all right and with that it is time to say goodbye so bye bye listeners and bye bye oscar bye bye jason have a great day you have a great day as well bye bye